You're listening to Inward with Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Joey as he guides us through the world and major works of Kabbalah, Hasidic masters, and Jewish philosophy, shedding light on the inner life of the soul. Okay, so Be'ezras Hashem, we're going to continue with the Hakdama to the Zohar Kadosh, And it's known, it's known from the Vilna Gon that there's a hidden Nigun. There's a hidden Nigun to the Tikkun Zohar that's tied up with Gu'ula. But there's also a Nigun of the Zohar Kadosh. There's a Nigun of the Zohar Kadosh that allows a person to be lulled into a certain fantasy space by the words, by the rhythmic words of the Aramaic itself, where the ending of one word kind of breaches the gap with the beginning of the next word. And we have to each find ourselves in those nigunim. We have to each find ourselves in the iterations of how we read the words, of how we look at the words, because the words themselves of the Zayar Kadosh are potent. They're medicine, they're medicinal. And that's with understanding, without understanding, with a, an awareness of the basic meaning or without the awareness of the basic meaning, the words of the Zohar themselves are, are rhythmic tools that allow us to kind of bring all of the movement inside of ourselves into the stability of the teva. So even when we're not being menagain with these words, there's a nigun that each and every person has to be able to hear. There's a nigun that each and every person has to be able to hear at the heart of the words of the Zayar Kadosh, the musicality of the Zayar Kadosh, the musicality of the Zayar Kadosh, the, the aura of Bina, the aura of the Levium. And it's one that opens up fantasy because fantasy is the only way that a person is capable of coping with reality. When reality is too harsh, when the content of reality is too harsh, the Zohar Kaddish allows us to create and develop a context in which we can see and view the content in front of us without getting rid of the content, God forbid, not ignoring the content, but allowing us to recontextualize and the recontextualization, which is really what's taking place throughout the Chavraya and their journeys of interpreting Pasuk, they're looking at psukim, which ostensibly appear to be very rooted in the content in which they were written, harsh in their clarifications. But when I decontextualize the pasuk and I free it from its basic setting and I open up the possibility of imagination entering into the space of Talmud Torah, at that point, each and every pasuk becomes recontextualized through the lens of Ahava Rab, of Rachamim Rabim, of his kashras, of connectivity, of wandering towards a destination and not God for been wandering without a destination. And that's the secret of the Nigun, of the Zohar Kaddish. And Nigun, in spite of the fact that sometimes you lose yourself in it and you don't know where it's leading you to or leading you from, in the end of the day, the Zohar Kaddish is perpetually bringing a person back to where they need to find themselves. They say about the Piyasat Snarebah Hashem Yimkom Domo, that he would write, there were chidushim on the Zohar Kadosh that he wrote. He was a person, who utilized the imaginative principles that are unleashed within the prophetic process, which is inherent within the Zohar Kadosh, and he allowed it to open his mind to create a real mindset of imagination for the sake of Avodah Hashem, and imagination for the sake of freeing oneself from the confines of the content orientation of our daily lives, which is sometimes too much, and it could squander any spiritual growth. So the opening of imagination 
imagination utilized through the Zohar is what enabled the Piyasat Snarebbe to write. He would read Kvitlach. He would read Kvitlach from Hasidim who were coming to him with their suffering, with their pain, with their difficulty. And then on the back of the Kvitl, he would write his Chidushim on the Zohar Kadosh. Not because he was looking for extra room of paper, but because ultimately the Kvitl and the Chidushim on the Zohar Kadosh are one and the same thing. Both are an attempt to grapple with the pain in life. And both are the belief that if I elevate these words back up to the Tzaddik, back up to the Shairish of Rashbi, back up to the Ormufla Rimala of Sheshis Mebereshis, I could be Zoichet to the Orki Tov of Shabbos Kaidash which is the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, which is the light of each and every one of us, which gives us the ability to be mitmodeid, to face reality with the deep belief that there's a hidden context that gives light to it. We're entering now into a secondary, or the third teaching, really, of the Hakdama of the Zohar, which is going to be the process of the creation of the world through the letters themselves. Bereshis, in the beginning. Rav Himnuna Saba Amar. Rav Himnuna Saba, the ancient Rav Himnuna. Nuna represents a fish. It's something that's concealed. This was the great fish, the tzaddikim who work undercover and in hidden ways, like the Levyasan who swims within the hidden passages of murky waters. That's the light of, of these types of tzaddikim in the Zohar Kadosh. Rav Himnuna Saba. Amar, Ashkachan Asvin Behipucha. When we first and foremost, we look at reality, what we see is letters in reverse. We see things operating in the opposite direction of what we would expect them to be operating in. It's not an olive to a base to a gimel of incremental growth of a knowledge of how one step leads to the other, but rather it's behifucha oilam hafuchra isi. I see things reversed. I no longer see how one thing leads to the other, but rather everything is starting from the end. Bias bekadmisa ulebasar. Bias bekadmisa hainu bereshis bara lebasar alif bekadmisa ulebasar alif bekadmisa hainu eloikim es lebasar. And so Rav Himnuna Saba says, why is it that I say that we find the letters in a reverse form? Because when you look at the Torah, Bereshis, Bara, Eloikim, S, what you have is Bez, Bez, Aleph, Aleph. Now Bez comes after Aleph, but over here in the beginning of the Torah, we have Bez preceding Aleph. We have the Bez going back to the Aleph, which is the secret of Bo, of Bo El Paro. Bo El Paro, the Zohar Kadur says that Moshe was Dachilmine. Moshe was terrified of entering into the palace of Paro because it was the secret of the fact that Akadosh Baruch was found even in the palace of Paro, even in the most concealed elements, Sakadish Baruch was found because it shouldn't say Boel Paro, come forth to Paro, it should say Lechel Paro. Hashem is telling Moshe to enter into the pit of the snake. But why is Hashem saying come into the pit of the snake? Zak the Zohar Kadosh and Parshas Bo, because Sakadish Baruch was always already present, even in that which appears to be the most opposite of him. And this secret of Bo, of Bays to the Aleph, of moving from that which is ugly at the end back up to the beginningness of light, is also how we see the Torah HaKadosh starting off. By so first we see a base, and then after that we see another base. Base bekadmisa, the first base that we see, I knew the base of Bereshis, Bereshis, and then bara lebasar, and then we see the word bara following Bereshis. So we have a doubled base. Aleph bekadmisa ulebasar, and then you have an aleph in the beginning and an aleph at the end. Aleph bekadmisa hanu eloikim. The first instantiation of the aleph is the word eloikim, and then es lebasar, and then you have the aleph afterwards. So you have bereishis bara beis beis es uh, eloikim es aleph aleph. So that's the reversed order, and that's going to give birth to this famous understanding of how the world was created. Ela kad ba alma. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided, it arose within HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unfathomable will to create the world, 
Meaning these letters, the potentiality of the letters, the building blocks of all things, the Aleph Beis Gimel Dalet Hevav Zayin Ches Tes Yud Chaf Lamin Memnun Samachayim Peitzadi Kufrei Shin Tuf that comprises all basic reality, every part of ourselves, every part of our experience, every part of our mind, every part of our emotional experiences, every part of our physical experiences, every part of our engagement with reality, as the Shari Yuchid Vamuna points out, the Balatanya points out, is comprised of osios, the potentiality of osios, because every os, as the Bal Shemtov points out, is just another iteration of Aleph. There's no Aleph based Gimodala. There's only one Aleph, two Alephs, three Alephs, four Alephs, until we come to the concealment of the Aleph in the 400 Alphin of the Ostaf. But ultimately speaking, the letters are simply the process of the congealment of the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as it slowly but surely manifests and expresses itself in words and paragraphs and content that is digestible by the mind. But in truth, all of these letters which represent the basic definitions and measurements of this worldliness, they existed in the potential form prior to their expression. Just like words and ideas exist in an infinite state of potential within the mind prior to the utilization of language, so too prior to the expression of the osios, the chafbeis asvan the araisa, the 22 letters of the Torah Daisha, and the 27 letters when you include the mansapach, so all of those existed in a state of pure potentiality where all expression was possible. And it's only after each and every letter comes on its own that we begin to see the beginning of definition and language. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided to create the world, called Asven Hayustimen, all of the letters were concealed. Again, the Zohar Kaddish is not saying there were no letters, but it was saying that the letters operated in a way of asvan stimen. There are concealed letters that when a person, for example, is having a hard time to daven ta Baruch Hu. So I can look at myself and say, okay, I'm reading the revealed letters, but the revealed letters don't mean anything to me. At that point, I can lean into the fact that in spite of the fact that the revealed letters don't mean anything to me, I can believe at least in the asvan stimen that are being illuminated in my mind. There are concealed letters. There letters that are being lit up in spite of the fact that they're not revealed. And we know the Medra says that 2,000 2,000 years prior to the creation of the world, all that existed was the Torah HaKadoshah, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu was playing around with the letters. He was Mishta Asheya with the letters. This Sha'ashua, this inner playfulness that exists prior to the expression of anything is one of the most complex and significant concepts that we're going to come to discuss, something that the Rebbe is focusing very much on. Sha'ashuim is the experience of playfulness prior to the extension of oneself out of oneself, meaning to say we tend to assume that relationships and the connection between one thing and another or any type of development of a relationship between A and B demands there to be two parties. There's an A that gives over to a B and there's a B that receives from an A. That's the typical orientation that we have towards relationality in this world, that a relationship demands two. But in something that's singular, in a oneness, there's no relationship because it's oneness. It negates all movement. The secret of the Sha'ashua, the inner movement, the inner playfulness is the returning and the running and the ruts of the shove and the and the Naga Veloy Naga that exists within the self itself. It's a Mineyu It's in and of itself is born the relationship. There's an inner friction that is born in the attempt to move forward within oneself and then the encountering of the 
mania, the prevention that says you can't move forward, and then there's a retreat back, and then there's a newfound strength to move forward, and then another retreat back, but each time developing more and more ground within the self. And it's this inner sha'ashua, this inner playfulness that is not yet revealed externally, that gives birth to the secret of the letters. The osios are born out of the sha'ashua, out of the hisnoitzitus, the sparking and the friction that is born out of the fact that something is trying to develop out of itself, which means that there's spacing between the self. And when there's spacing, that already implies separation between between something that was singular that now gives birth to two-ness, which now allows for there to be a dance of relationship, but all of it is still existent within the pure, simple unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinitude, as well as in our own experiences. Again, these Sha'ashuim are the experiences that are prior to the ability to describe what they feel like. It's the inner movement. And I can't say what it really is. I can only describe what it feels like. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mishta'asheya in the Osios. Kad ba'ilamivra alma. When it came time for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to create the world... All of the letters emerged from their end to the beginning. That the tough leading back to the Aleph is the secret of moving from concealment into revelation, moving from the end of all things back to the beginningness of all things, which is dependent upon a deep belief that the end contains the light of the beginning, except the light of the beginning is contained and concealed within the end. And the more I uncover that concealment, the more I could come to find the secret of the Aleph that exists within the Tuf. I'm moving back from the bottom back to the top. It's already operating in a place where things are not the way I want them to be, and I have to try and get back to a place where I believe that things are as they should be. And the Torah over here, the Zohar Kadush, is giving us a very, very powerful, powerful way of being mismodated with with reality at the very beginningness of creation we're not dealing with things that are going keseder we're not dealing with an aleph to a base to a gimel to a dalad which would represent the gradational growth of a typically oriented project where things move smoothly we're talking about a tuff to a shin to a resh to a kuf the secret of tashrak which is pushing back against the resistance each and every time moving from one level of resistance to a little bit less of a resistance to a little bit less of a resistance to a little bit less until we come to pure revelation but at this point we've included all of the levels of resistance within revelation, thereby revealing that even the lowest level of the tough is as connected to the Rabbani Shalom as the Aleph is. Typically Es HaShemayim Ve'es Ha'aretz, Aleph comes before tough, but there's also the secret of Toshma and Tachazi, where the tough comes before the Aleph, which is retrieving the echo and coming back to the original space. So we see that the world itself was created in this backwards Shaloi Kaseder way, as Rabbi Nachman describes. Shriyas as tough, the Os tough comes, the Maya Beresha, and it decides to emerge first. Amra. And the Ois Tuf says, Rebun Almin, master of the world, master of the universe. The Ois Tuf comes in front of the Rebbeinah Shleilam and it comes first and it says, master of the world, it's appropriate for you to create the world with me because I am the stamp, I am the signatory, I am the final Gishpanka, the final stamp of the word Emes, Aleph Mem Tuf, I am the end, I am Tuf, the At Ikris Emes, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're referred to as Emes, Yeyus Lamalkal Mishreb As Emes Alma, it's appropriate for the king to engarb himself with the sign of Emes and to create the world with with me, meaning to say that Tuf demanded that the world be created with MS. But as we're going to see, we already know that MS tried to create the world and MS saw the world and it was filled with Shekhar and it was filled with suffering. And it said, don't create the world. 
It said, don't create the world. This is the revealed level of Torah, where Ois Taf, where the Ois Emma says, you can't create the world, they're all going to lie. And as we're going to see, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to create a world that's going to operate only in accordance with the strict level of truth. Because if it operated in accordance with the strict level of truth, then nobody would be able to stand. We have to be able to fall. We have to be able to lie. We have to be able to struggle. We have to be able to laugh. We have to be able to get back up even after we're no longer authentic, which is why the world can't be created with the Ois Taf or with Emes. Says, ant ant. You're right, you're correct, and you're meritorious. Ant alma. But in spite of the fact that you're correct, and in spite of the fact that you're right, meaning to say it's very delicate. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not saying to the Ostaf, he's not being crass to his letters, he's not being crass to his kolchos chas v'sholem. he's not being crass to that which appears to be broken. He's saying that you're right, you're correct, you should be the one to be used to create the world, but you're not kedai lemivre b'cha alma. That in truth you're reserved for something more important, as the Pasuk says, the Pasuk in Yecheskel says, and the Ois Tav is going to be engraved, it's going to be written upon the foreheads of those who give their lives for you, Rabbi Nishleilam. And that Ois Tav is going to be used for something else, because when a person gives their life for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when a person is Moisir Nefesh, and that Ois Tav of their lives, what they're truly doing is they're engraving themselves in the deepest place, in the Tav, the Roshim, the Chayim, and therefore, the Oistaf has another role. It can't be used in order to create the world. And in addition, for another reason, yes, you're the last letter of MS, but you're also the last letter of Maves. And MS and Maves and death and truth are ultimately deeply connected to one another because when we look at the world, in a singular way, we see that the truth of the matter is that sometimes there is death and sometimes the world reveals itself in a difficult way. And that's not the way we want to create the world. And as a result of you being this way, of being reserved for being written upon the foreheads of those who are Moisir Nefesh, as well as representing the capacity of death in this world, you are not Kedai to create the world with. Miyad Nafkis. And Miyad, the Oistaf left. Miyad, there was no, there was no no pushback. There was no response. There was no anger. There was no frustration. There was no sense of, oh, I'm not needed for this role. I must not be worthy. Rather, the tough wanted to create the world and it realized the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was that it shouldn't. And Mamela immediately it walked away. That's the secret of Bittal. The Oishin came in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's appropriate for you to use me to create the world. Because your name, Shakai, that you created the world with, starts with the Shin, and it's appropriate for you to create your world with your holy name. Amarla, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the Oishin, Yayus Ant, you're correct, V'tav Ant, and you're good, V'kshoit Ant, and you're true, Aval Hoyil V'asven D'ziyufa Natlan L'cha L'mehve Imhoin L'oi Ba'ina L'mivre B'cha Alma D'begin D'loyis Kayim Shikra Ele'i Yitlan L'cha Kar. And the Rabbi Nishleilam answers. The Rabbi Nishleilam says, you're right. You're a beautiful letter, Shin. You're the beginning of Shakai. You're the beginning of enoughness. And you're a good letter. But in truth, because your letter is utilized in a ziyuf, your letter is utilized to give birth to the possibility of lies, of untruth in this world, of falsehood in this world, in the language of Sheker, which starts with Shin. Therefore, it's not appropriate 
for me to create the world with you. Because the oisios of kuf and resh, the kar, the coldness, the insensitivity, the unconsciousness, the, the paralysis that a person feels so often in this world that attaches itself to the oishin and it becomes sheker. And therefore, I'm not going to use you as a letter to create the world. Mikan man shikra. This is where we learn the secret that somebody who wants to come and tell a lie, yitol First and foremost, you have to orient yourself towards a shtikal element of MS, and then only afterwards can you enter into the falsehood. And how do we know this? Because the word sheker starts off with the oishin. It's the letter of truth which the Avos, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov are associated with. So again, the Zayar Kaddish is throwing us directly into profoundly, profoundly complex ways of contemplating the nature of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's reality. The Oistaf wants to create a world of MS, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu says no, because you're Shayach to Misa as well, and MS gives room to Misa. And then the Oishin wants to be used to create the world, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu says no, because in spite of the fact that you're true, you're a truth that can be utilized for Sheker, meaning to say that if a person is too stark, if a person holds too deeply onto what their assumption of truth is, ultimately that's going to lead a person into a position of lying because all they're going to try and do is defend their own singular truth. And this is the, the, the poisonous nature of true falsehood, which is that it's based upon my own assumption that I have the truth. Now, the Rabbi Shalom comes and the creation of the world disrupts any possibility of an individual feeling that they have the ultimate truth because reality comes and shakes me from that assumption very quickly. And at that point, I have to let go of the emes of the ocean and enter into a secret of emes la amisa, which is the reality that even my conception of truth and what is true and what is real and what is good and what is wrong and what things are and how things are, even that's a lie in relationship to the truth of the truth, which is the emes la amiso of complete and utter in this world. The osios of kuf and resh, which spell out the word sheker, which is the reason that the oishin can't be created, uh, used to create the world. These are letters that sit upon the sitra bisha. These are letters that sit upon the other side, so to speak. Not another side that's opposite from holiness, because the other side is simply the other side that gives birth to the fullness of holiness. But it's the other side, and as a result of that, begin eskaima natle oishin, in order to give birth to that falsehood. So they take the letter shin, begavayu havekesher. And at that point, when they take that oishin, the word sheker becomes because that gives them something to stand upon. Because in truth, something that's not true shouldn't have anything that it could stand upon. Sheker in lo raglayim. Ah, how does sheker persist? Because it borrows the oshin. Even the chamas hafi nachas mikaima. Once kuf and reish and shin saw that, they left the face of Akadish Baruch Hu. Ayalis ois tzadi, the ois tzadi came in front of Akadish Baruch Hu. Amra kaimei rubayin almen nicha kaimech lemivir bi alma. It's appropriate for you to create the world with me. The anabei chatimin tzadi. The representation of the tzaddik of tzaddikim of the secret of a 
like you said, Eilam of the secret that there is something to rely upon in this world, even when it appears that there's nothing to rely upon, the secret that there are individuals in this world who have gifts from the Rabbani Shalom that represent the capacity to be a sturdy pillar of a tzaddik, you said Eilam, who represents the truth nature of this worldliness in spite of all the other appearances, the tzaddik comes along and it says, Rabbani Shalom, you should use me to create the world because I am the Ois of the tzaddikim and you, Rabbani Shalom, are referred to as the tzaddik. The tzaddik Hashem, the true tzaddik is the Rabbani and you love righteousness, and it's appropriate for me to be used to create the world. Rabbi Shalom says, Tzadi, Tzadi, it's true, you're a Tzadi and you're a Tzadik. Aval ant tzarech lemeheve temira leis ant tzarech leiskalye kol kach begin to loy lemehev peskain pele alma. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the Tzadi, you're right, you're right, you're the Shairish of the Tzadikim, you're the Shairish of the Orhaganas, you're the Shairish of the Tzadik, by Munasa Yechi of Tzadik, Yisoyed Oilam of Amich Kulam Tzadikim. Of Amich Kulam Tzadikim, of Tzadik Atamar Yifrach, of the secret of 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 Yismuchu Tzadikim Bahashem. But the Rabbani Shleilam says you're needed to maintain a certain element of concealment, that there's nothing better than the Tzniusa, which starts with the Tzadi as well, the Tzafr the Tzniusa, that Ein Habracha Shoilet Ela Almasha Samen Ha'ayin, that when it comes to Bracha, when it comes to Or of Tzadikim, what we have to ensure is that there's not a Pearsum for the sake of Kavu, there's not a Pearsum for the sake of Mifir Samen Shal Sheker, but rather there's a Pearsum for the sake of the Pearsum of Kvayd Shemayim, when it's a Kvayd Eloikim Haster Davar. When the kveda loikim, which is the ikker desire of me, not to reveal my own kavod, but to reveal the kavod of Akadish Baruch Hu, then memele tzaster and the tzadi needs to be concealed. Tzarich lemeheve tamira, you have to be concealed. Lace on tzarich leiskalia. You don't need to reveal yourself, Kolkach. Not that you don't need to be poyel, but rather your paula doesn't need to be revealed so much. It's okay that I. And your creator know about your greatness. As Rabbi Akiva said to Rabbi Shimon, the Shairish of the Tzaddik, he says, It's enough that me and your creator recognize your greatness. You should not be at the rush of all things. Begin So that the world should not look at you and begin to speak. My time, nun ihu. Because when you look at the tzaddi, what you find is that it's a nun and a yud, and the domagon and the chazon ish, and the tzaddikim amitim have a big diyun in terms of how the tzaddi should be written, whether it's the bent nun with a yud facing it or not facing it, but we're going to skip over that sugya right now. Asya yud, the shmod, the bris kadish comes along the yud from the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, representing the secret of the bris, the secret of the covenant, and it attaches itself to that nun, and it becomes the tzaddi. The and it connects to it. This is the nun connecting with the yud, which gives birth to the shape of the tzadi. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Adam HaRishon, we understand that the human being was created with two faces that are facing in a back-to-back position, sharing the same back, but one face pointed right, one face pointing left, because in a back-to-back relationship of infantile dependency, there's no connectivity, but there's a deep sense of security because the immature status of the man and the woman or the Zachar and the Nakeva is such that they need to be dependent upon each other without facing each other face-to-face because the face-to-face relationship implies a certain form of vulnerability. There's an Nasira by definition that's necessary prior to the emergence of a face-to-face relationship. And in that Nasira, that surgical removal of the, the codependency between the two elements that share a relationship back-to-back, there's a moment of severing. And that moment of severing is terrifying unless a person is
is capable of cultivating a sense of vulnerability where I'm aware that I'm connected to the Rabbana Shalalim even when I feel distant. And therefore, in the beginning, the Oistadi is a nun with the Yud facing it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Adam HaRishon du partzufim baru, begin kach anpoi de Yud mahadr la'achayrek gavne da. And it's for that reason that when we look at the Oistadi, the nun is facing one way and the Yud is facing the other way. Veloi ishadju anpin ba'anpin. And the Yud is not facing the Tzadi because in the beginning of creation, it's too delicate for them to be panim el panim and therefore they have to be achorayim ba'achorayim, which means a back-to-back dependent relationship wherein one is yoinek from the other, one is sustained upon the other without any individuality. Kigav And the Zohar Kaddish writes, the shape of the Tzadi. And then the Zayar Kaddish describes that there's two forms in which the Tzadi can be written, with the Yud facing away, and then eventually with the Yud facing in the right way, which is a secret of a Panim El Panim relationship. Amr Lakut Shabrihu. The Rabbani Shalom says, It's true that in the future there's going to be a Nasira, there's going to be a separation, there's going to be a moment of vulnerability where we can break free from the codependency that we have upon the other, upon our own our own otherness upon all the things that we feel we're dependent upon, you're right, there's going to be a severing where a person realizes that they could connect panim il panim in a vulnerable state with the susceptibility to not having what they feel that they need. You're right, the Rabbi Shalom says that in the future there's going to be a panim el panim relationship where the yud is going to turn its face towards the tzadi as the poiskim discuss in terms of how to write the oist tzadi in stam but you're going to be necessary for another job. You're going to be necessary for something else. Nafkas azalta. So the tzadi leaves and it goes and it walks away from the rabbi nishlaylam. Yalus The comes along and it says, rabbi nishlaylam, you should create your world with me. Why? Because in the future, I'm going to be the secret of redemption. I'm going to be the secret of you drawing down the nicha, the comfort of this world. The purkana da'ant, your purkan, your pedus, the the is dependent on me. That's why the language of redemption is pedus nafshenu, and therefore padabashalam nafshi, and therefore you should use the ois pay in order to create the world. You're absolutely correct. But Rabbi Shalom says, nevertheless, this is paid, the secret of Geula, is also connected to the secret of Pesha, it's also the secret, the secret of inequity, and it's misusing that light of redemption for allowance to certain things, of losing sight of what the main goal is. And as a result of that, as a result of that, because there's this hidden concealed susceptibility to Pesha, which is just like the snake that waits in order to separate between the body and the soul, between the body and the head, therefore I'm not going to use you in order to create the world. V'chein ayin, and so too with the letter ayin, because it's avon. Avon implies a certain inequity as well. Afagavda amarta de anava, even though ayin starts with anava, which is the most halic trait that a human being can possibly have, 
have bittel, the recognition that I don't know anything whatsoever, and that I am a shliach of the Rabbani Shlaylam, and a Kaddish Baruch who moves through me, and that I am not doing anything on my own, and any act of chesed or koyach that a person has is not their own strength, but rather it's shliach shal adam kamoso, and the shliach is the Rabbani Shlaylam, and the shliach is just the gilui of the mishaleach, as Rabbi Nassim describes in Halacha Dalet of Hilcho Shluchim, which the Rebbe describes as the shayrish of Lukuti Allahos the Gamri, that we are the shlukim of the Rabbani Shlaylam in this world, and in spite of the fact that anava is the most important thing, there's an avon hidden there as well, and therefore you're not going to be used to create the world. Alis oistzamech, the oistzamech comes along. master of the universe. It's important for you to create the world with me. We know from Chazal that there's no nun. There's no nun in Ashrei because the Samech is Soimech Hashem L'cholanoiflim V'zokev L'cholakifufim. The Samech follows the nun. The Samech comes after the nun when the Aleph base is going in the right direction because Nefila, which is associated with the nun, is now going to be taken up and revealed to be redeemed through the Ois Samech and it comes from the secret of Smicha. And the reason you should create the world with me, says the Ois Samech, because I have the capacity to elevate that which has fallen. Because why? Because the world is built and predicated upon the fact that there is a fallibility, there is a fallenness. Anything that's not God is fallen and Memela the world is fallen and Memela the Neshama is fallen. And so the Ois Samech says that this world is going to need a smicha by dint of the fact that it's a creation Rabbi Shleilam, by definition it's already fallen and Mela, if it's already fallen by definition there has to be an orientation to smicha there needs to be something that elevates all those who have fallen this HaKadosh Baruch Hu says you're absolutely right and that's what you're needed for and therefore you shouldn't move away from your from your needed position if that smicha if that koyach of getting up again were to move and be used to create the world then what's going to be with the people who need the Oisamech in order to get up again because you can't leave those who are noifel you can't leave that which has fallen because they're dependent on you when it understood what its shlichas was, it immediately left the face of the Rabbani Shlalem. Ayalis, ois nun, ois nun comes in front of the Rabbani Shlalem, Amrei Kaimei, and it says in front of the Rabbani Shlalem, Ribboi Nalmin, Master of the Universe, Niche Kaimech Lamiver Be Alma, Debech Siv Noire Tihilois Vitihilo, the Tzadikim Navetihilo, and I am written Noire Tihilois, I am the source of the wondrous praise that ascends from you from the Tzadikim and the beauty of your praise. Amrei Nun, Tuv La Asrech, Akadish Prochu says to the Nun, return to your place. Go back to your place. I already told the Osamech, which is there to help you up, that it has to stay in its own place in order to help you up. The helpers need those who they help, just as those who are being helped need the helpers. And both are dependent upon one another, like any Mashpia and Makabel type of relationship. Immediately it left the face of the Rabbani Shlalem and it returned to its place. The Oismem came in front of the Rabbani Shlalem. It's appropriate for you to create the world with me because I and you are referred to as Melech, and the word Melech starts with me. You are King Rabbanishlaylam Malchusa Kadisha. Rabbanishlaylam answers the Ismael, and it says Avada, Avada, Avada. That's the reality. 
אבל, 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 לא יברך באלמה, בגין דאלמה, אצטרך למלך, טוב לאחריך. The world needs a king, and therefore the world can't be the king. The world needs a king, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is רכב על העולם. And the melech has to be higher than the king. The melech has the ability to overcome the limitations of this worldly existence. The melech is pirates gather לגמרי. The melech is pirates, כבן פרצי, who comes, the yomenu small tefreitzi, to be megala, that the yamin and the small, that which is beautiful, that which is ugly, the me and the ma, the revealed and the concealed, both of them are megala, the kayach of HaKadosh Baruch And if the mem and the melech was used to create the world, then the limitation of what a melech is capable of, l'chayra, would be stuck within the confines of this world. But memela, the world needs a melech, because the melech has to stand above and outside of the world in order to ensure that everything is megala, kvayt malchus shemayim, of malchus ka malchus kala, it's true that you start the word I'm not going to create the world with you the world needs a king and therefore you have to go back to your place and and vilamid vichuf you and the os lamid as well as the os chaf mem lamid chaf which is melech the whole lo yeyus la alma lemekem bli melech it's impossible for the world to be created by the osios of melech because that would mean that the world is the melech and the world is not the melech as v'shalom the melech malchem lochem is the melech and it can't be identified as the world that would be tantamount to an avodizara of identifying the world as the king the world has a king and it runs everything and therefore the world itself can't be created with the letters of mem lamid or chaf which spell out Melech. Bahahi Shaisa Nachtamen Kaima Oishaf Me Al Kursaya Yikare is the Azos the Amra Kaime Ribain Almanihe Kaimechlemivribi Almad Anna Kavoidha. At this point, the Oishaf, not the Chaf Soifis, but the Oishaf, when it realizes that the words Mem Lam, the letters Mem Lamad Chaf cannot be used, it got up off of its chair of Kavod, Kursaya Yakira, because the Kise starts with the Chaf, is the Azis, the Amre Kaimi Rubain Alma. It says, Rubain Shalaylam, it's appropriate for you to create the world with me because I am the source of your Kavod. The Kadnach, the Chaf, Me'al Kursaya Yakira is the Azaya, Me'asan, Elif Almin, Viz the Azaya, Karsaya, Vukula Almin is the Azaya. The moment that the Oishchaf got off of the Kisei HaKavod Kavyachol, the moment that that place got up and it tried to come in the freights of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the entire world and all of the thousands of worlds dependent upon that world began to began to tremble because the chair itself began to tremble and the world stood at the ready to fall, God forbid. It says, chaf, chaf, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're needed to ensure that the upkeep of the world continues. Go back to your place. Go back to your place. Return to your chair and be there. At that moment, the Oz Chaf returned back to his chair. The Oz Yud comes in front of a Kaddish Alma, Master of the universe. It's appropriate for you to create the world with me. I am the beginningness of your name. The Yud Kevavke, I am the Yud, I am the Nukudakatana, I am the Shurish of all things, and it's appropriate for you to create the world with me. I'm sorry. 
It's enough for you, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the Osiyud, that you are entraced and engraved within me, the source of my name, and you are engraved within me. Rabbi Nishalim says, Yud, Yud, you have enough, you have enough. You're the Sharish of my name. It's not appropriate for you to have anything other than that. You are the source where all of the desire goes back to, because ultimately the desire goes back, as we saw originally in the Hakdam, it goes back to that Nakuda Katana that contains everything. It's the infinite point of the drop of Dio. Dio is ink. Every word starts with a Yud. Yud is the beginningness of all things, because you can't write anything without the drop of ink, which is the same osios of the Yud. And the Rabbi Nishalim says, it's enough. I don't want you to leave my name. Ayalis oistes. The oistes comes along. The oistes comes and it says, Create the world with me because I'm good and I'm straight and I'm focused and I'm direct. Oistes, you can't come because your goodness is concealed within you. The little edge, that yud of the test, which bends into itself, which is the toiv haganuz. Every ninth pasuk says the meishiloach hides a secret because the light is concealed within it. This is what it means. How large is the goodness that is hidden away to those who fear you? And this is the tikkun to, to the meisafayin tiftahara, to the chashash, to the pasuk that says that from the north evil will emerge and be'ezras Hashem, the goodness that is contained and hidden within the ois test should be Megalazine, the fact that there is no negativity in hiddenness, that the North has no capacity to do anything negative, but rather there's only goodness that is hidden there. Because your goodness is hidden within you, because it's a concealed light, you're not appropriate to be used to create this world. You're only appropriate to be used for the world that is perpetually coming. In the Zohar Kaddish, we find something radical. In the Zara Kaddish, we don't really have the notion of Olam Haba. There's no Olam Haba. There's no Olam Haba. It's not a world that's about to come. It's an Alma Da'asi. It's a world that is perpetually arriving. In the Zaira Kadosh, our accessibility to the future is ever present within our mind because there's a Nahar Hayoitzim Hi'eden, the Hashkai Sasagan. There's a perpetual irrigating river that flows through the mind of the individual down into the lower parts of themselves that gives me the ability to taste the Or Kitov. And that's what the Ois Tess is used for. It's a hidden Alma Da'asi. And the only time that the goodness is going to be revealed within you is when your gates are sunken into the ground, tavu ba'aretz shaharel, when your gates sink into the ground to allow there to be a revelation. Vesu deches and oisches lekablech v'kad tishabrun kechada hachet v'alda asven ilan loyrishimun b'shivtim kadishin. And in addition, when the oisches is connected to the oistes, when that hidden goodness is not revealed, it creates the word chet, it creates the word inequity, and it's for that reason that these letters are not engraved within the names of the Shiftei of the 12 tribes of Kal Yisrael. Miyad nafkis mekayme. Immediately they left the face of the Rabbani Shalom. Ayalis oiz Zayin. The letter Zayin came. Amr le Rubin alma nichin kaimech lemivre bi alma debe nitrin banecha Shabbos. I am the oiz Zayin. I am the secret of Shabbos. I am the oiriz. I am the or Zayin. I am the secret of the seventh day of creation. I am the secret of kol shvivin chavivin. I am the secret of keeping Shabbos. Dixiv zachor is yom Shabbos. The God show, as the Pasuk says, that we remember the day of Shabbos to sanctify it. Amr 
you are engraved within my name you are rooted within my name you have far more than you can ever possibly want and therefore it is not appropriate for you to be used to create the world the letter Dalit and the letter Gimel came in front of and they also said create the world with us you're absolutely right you're beautiful letters but in truth you have a more important job because the connectivity between the Gimel and Dalit the Goimel Dalin, the Tzedakah given by those who have to the Dalim which are those who don't have and the Tzedakah given by those who don't have to those who think that they have it's enough for that to be the relationship the Gimel and the Dalit you're necessary for each other and we see that the necessity of Chesed the necessity of giving is of such significance that HaKadosh Baruch was saying that you can't be used to create the world. Ayalis ois beis. The ois beis comes in front of HaKadosh Baruch Amri lei ribayin almen nicha kamech lemivri bi alma debe mevarachin l'chad la'elu l'tata. Ribayin shloilam I am the os of blessing. I am the os of the above and the below. Shemayim and aretz. And it's appropriate for you to create the world with me. Rabbi Shalom says, absolutely, the world is a place of bracha. The fundamental motivation of everything is bracha. And therefore, I'm going to create the world with you. And when it comes to the Ois Aleph, it never comes in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It remains silently in its Anava. It remains silent in its silent hiddenness and its infinitude of the Pela Elyon, of the ascendant wonder of the Ois Aleph, of Enoid Melvadoi, of Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. Amelacha Kutshabrihu Aleph Aleph. Rabbi Nishalim says, Aleph Aleph, Lamaleis Antayolet Kaimei Kishar Kolasvin. Why, why have you not come to me and desire to be used to create the world like all other letters? It says that Ois Aleph responds to the Rabbi Nishleilam. I've already seen that there's a fruitlessness to every letter's attempt to come in front of you and to create the world. So what toelis is there in me trying at this point? I have a shtikl yeyush, ma'ana avid teiman. Vesu daha yahavis la'as beis nibzaza ravreva da velo yo'is l'malke ilo la'avrana and furthermore, I've seen that you've already given, you've already given this right to the Ospais, and it's not appropriate for one servant of the king to try and take the position of another servant of the king. As a result of your anava, as a result of your bitala, as a result of your sensitivity, as a result of your hiddenness, Aleph, in spite of the fact that I am creating 
creating the world with the os base, you will always be the first letter, and there will be no yichud without you. Bach yeshron kol all numerosity, all measure, all counting will be counted with you. And when it comes to unity in this world and the work of this world, it's all in aleph because everything we're ever trying to do is to connect the upper yud and the lower yud through the vav in the middle, which spells out the shame havaya, which spells out chavav, the gematria of chavav, yud yud and vav. Hakadosh went along and he created large ascendant letters and smaller letters, hidden letters and revealed letters. Me and ma begin kach base base barashas bara aleph aleph aleikim s. And it's for this reason, says Rav Nuna Saba, that we see the reversed order of barashas bara base base. Elikim S Aleph Aleph Asfun Mela Eleva Asun Mela Tata. They're letters that come from above and they're letters that come from below. That's why it's not just Bayes Aleph, but rather it's Bayes Bayes Aleph Aleph because there are two categories of letters like anything else. There's the Mi and the Ma, the revealed and the concealed, the Kula Kachada Havei, and all of them are unified. May Alma Ilo, May Alma Tata, just as the ascendant world and the lower world are connected. But Ezra Sashem, we should be zoichet to follow with the the lashon of the Iger Sabal Shemtov that in each and every ois that a person encounters, there's a what it means is that every moment of encountering anything in this world provides me with an opportunity to find everything that I could possibly need. And Ezra Sashem, tomorrow we will continue with the Haktama of the Zara Kadosh. The music is by Zusha. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.